Hello and welcome to the CAF McNect. As you may realize already, I am not the regular co-host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag. I am the uh, reluctant co-host, as he often likes to call me, Assistant Chief John Fetima. Um, as you may realize, again, we uh, a little bit of a change. Uh, this goes along with some of the topic this week in the review, which is uh, focused on mindset. And uh, some of the mindset uh, is related to productive discomfort. What are we doing to learn and grow? And uh, with that, uh, Chief Freitag has offered to somewhat take a little bit of a step back to serve more as a coach and a mentor and uh, kind of provide some guidance while I uh, figure out some productive discomfort and uh, figure out how to grow. So I would like to introduce the uh, co-hosts for this week, two of them. Um, with me today is uh, obviously Chief Freitag and Assistant Chief of, of Planning and Logistics, Cody Rose. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You didn't, you didn't have much of a choice. I, yeah, uh, that is true. I needed the help. <laughs> I needed the backup. So I, I do appreciate you being here. Obviously, again, Chief Freitag uh, has offered to kind of uh, stand in the background, observe, and provide more guidance than anything. Um, you know, he is obviously working on, he said when he's been in here, working on, um, you know, his own focus and clarity and being clear and concise using less words. Um, I, on the other hand, I'm obviously very comfortable using no words. So we, we've kind of switched roles this time. And uh, so he's going to be sitting in the background more of, again, that coach and mentor. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, we'll see how quiet he can be. That'll be interesting to see by the end of this. No, see if I he think can keep quiet uh, the whole time. This is going to be a challenge for, for, for both of us at this yeah. point, you know, me, yeah. me using words and uh, him not using it at all. So, yes, I look forward to it. His, uh, his wisdom and guidance is surely always appreciated. Yeah. So with uh, this week, obviously, the, the concept um, in the review, and if you don't realize, you can uh, go to the website and uh, wa- read the review. Um, there's a few different items I put in there. There's also a, an article that I put in there related to mindset and five ways to get better at a growth mindset, which we'll talk a little bit more about. But um, the concept is, uh, like I say, to go over mindset. And some of this came up with uh, or came from Two weeks ago, my three boys had the opportunity to participate in a, uh, a baseball clinic. And in the clinic, they had different drills, different stations. And uh, one of the stations, I think it caught all of them off guard, was they went and sat down. And they sat down in a group, all sitting there with their baseball gear, thinking that they were going to be hitting and, and fielding. And the topic was mindset. And the, the, the coach that was there talked to them specifically on a, the appropriate mindset to, to uh, encourage growth and to get better. And uh, so what they did was they reviewed, you know, baseball. And baseball is a failure sport, right? You can you can go up to the plate, uh, you know, and fail 70% of the time and still be doing pretty good. Uh, so what do you do with that failure? How do you handle that failure? And so the whole concept was helping those kids develop a, a growth mindset where you take that failure, you learn how to get better from it, and uh, you improve. Yeah, no, that's – and tying it back to sports I think is – very relative for me. And I think that's very, very beneficial to other people. And a perfect example, I think, is of one of these things. There's a varsity basketball game. Bradshaw was playing Coconino. Coconino was ranked number one in the region here recently. Down to the end of the game, there's just under two seconds left. And a sophomore who's moved up to varsity is shooting free throws. And they call a timeout. Obviously, they want to ice him so he doesn't make free throws. And come back out. And coach tells him, just relax. Do what you always do come out, they leave their center there and the center's like, come on, you can do it. Just relax. You can do it. You can do it. Just relax. <laughs> so then talking to him after the game, like, Hey, how was that? That was a lot of pressure. How'd that go? And he missed both free yeah. throws. They lost the game. And 
he said, you know what? I was good until I went out there and got to the free throw line. And the other center for him said, hey, just relax. If you would have just shut up and let me shoot, I probably would have made both of those. But he made me nervous. And then <laughs> it was it was downhill from there. So mindset, I th- you're you're right on with that, with, with tying it to sports. And I think we can do the same thing with the fire service, tie back to the fire service and, and being leaders and using a mindset to be successful in that. Good job. That was that was a lot of words. Yeah. I struggle sometimes. I'm just trying to make it. up for him. He's yes. being quiet. Yeah, so no, somebody's got to make up for him. It's fantastic. I, yeah. I had my doubts. Um, like you say, the one thing that she talked to him about was obviously you have um, the subconscious, you know, that that drives the majority of, of what we do day in and day out. Oftentimes we do a lot of our, our daily activities without, without ever having to think about it, whether it's driving, whether it's typing. You know, once you get comfortable in a position in a job, a lot of times it's just you repeat the same thing over and over. And she said, you know, some of the the hardest things to do is to create new habits because obviously your mind um, is is great because it's going to repeat whatever you did yesterday because whatever you did yesterday got you to today. So the best thing for you is probably just to repeat whatever you did yesterday. So in building new habits, it, it takes work. And one of the things she mentions exactly what you said you can walk up to the plate, and if you've psyched yourself out to say, don't strike out, don't strike out, don't strike out, all you're going to do is have all the insecurities of all those times you've struck out. And uh, it doesn't, it's not going to change anything if you go up there and say, I'm not going to think about striking out. I'm not going to think about striking out because your mind is not going to differentiate between do and don't. You're going to think about all the, the strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same with the coaching at that point. You can, again, tell yourself like, okay, I'm not going to think about striking out. None of that helps. Ultimately, you have to train yourself to walk up there saying, I failed last time I was up here. I struck out, but I took that failure and I learned from it. I improved from it. I embraced it. Um, that little bit of a, that level of discomfort, I embraced that and I am working to improve. Yeah. And like Urban Meyer likes to say, one failure takes a hundred successes to get rid of that failure. So creating the habit is not easy. And I think it's getting out of the comfort zone and people being willing to do that. That's yeah. not easy to do. It's not uncomfortable. Or it's not fun to do. It's uncomfortable to do. But to, if you want to be successful and you got to get out of your comfort zone, I always like to say, get out of your box. Yeah. The box is the comfort zone, but get out of your box and, and be okay with that. You may not be successful every single time. Like you said, you fail seven out of 10 times in baseball and you're still a pretty good baseball athlete. So yes, yep. be, be okay with, yep. you're, you may fail in some of those times, but you're also going to get better than that too. And obviously, I think it's uh, well understood that uh, this provides a level of uncomfort for me. And uh, he, I mean, I know he's not Just smiling now. Just staring at you yeah, the I whole know. time. Yeah. He's like looking right at me. This is. Uh, it's like I want to close that yes. eye. Like, stop looking at me right there. Yeah, this is this is tough. But uh, obviously, again, he's just that that level of discomfort. The, the coaching and guidance is 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 amazing right now. But um, it's what you do with that discomfort and how you learn from it. Because I, yeah. I look at even this, obviously I don't, I don't come in here every day or every time he asked me to be here, like this is going to be amazing, <laughs> but it's no different than I remember when I first started here. Um, I speaking communication, obviously uh, he, he and I are polar opposites. Nope. That's okay. You don't know, yeah. no, no need other than to, today. Uh, he's yes. quiet today. So, yeah. but other than that, he's, yeah. So it, um, it took deliberate work for me to get better at it. And I remember the, the best activity that I can relate back to to say I got involved in the Fire Pals, and that was probably the best thing for me to do. The Fire Pals, for anybody that doesn't know, is a community program where we go to the schools and we teach the students kindergarten through um, sixth grade usually. And uh, it's providing them fire safety tips and uh, information related to just being safe at home. Great program, great opportunity for us to reach out to the schools and influence the, these kids. 
Um, with that, I remember I showed up for my first fire palace to speak in front of kindergartners, a very uh, forgiving group. Yeah. And uh, I had a half hour to fill. And uh, I had prepared, I had practiced, and I got up there and I, I gave my spiel in 15 minutes and I was done. I'm looking at the clock going, man, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. And all the kids are sitting there, some of them with their fingers in their noses, but they're looking at me like, well, now what are you going to do? And so I, I kind of like, well, I'm just going to recap everything and kind of uh, re- repeat it again, make sure they heard it. And uh, so I went right back through the whole thing, said exactly the same thing over and again. Nice thing is they weren't listening the first yeah. time. So they looked and at they me like, didn't hear it the second time either. this is great information. <laughs> Yeah, but it took that discomfort, and I remember yeah. I did. Even now, I have the opportunity. Obviously, in the position I am in, I have to speak to a lot of different people. I've had the opportunity from the fire palace to be a training officer, then to speak in front of large groups for different um, graduations. Never do I walk up there comfortable and saying, "Man, I got this. I'm really going to knock this out of the park." There's yeah. always yeah. a nervousness. There's always a level of uncomfort. But I know if I if I don't put myself in those positions, I'll never get better. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I relate that back to going to junior college at Phoenix College and playing football there. Uh, the coach was our counselor and he's signing me up for classes and he's like, what do you want a degree? And I want a degree in fire science. Okay, perfect. I'll give you all these things. And your elective is going to be public speaking. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. No big deal. <laughs> we get in class and there's probably 50 people in class. Our first assignment comes out of five minute speech. And I'm thinking, how am I going to talk for five minutes? I don't know how that's going to work. And it was fine, and they record us, and then you play back and watch yourself, and how can I get better? And then the next one's 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Our final is to do a 45-minute speech in the auditorium in front of 500 people and their students at the college. And that was very, very unnerving. And like you said, that's not something I go in there, yeah, I'm going to knock this out of the park. (laughs) But wanting to be successful and wanting to embrace that discomfort, what do we have to do? So I did a whole bunch of looking in the mirrors. I had people like family members come, oh, you ever been coming here and let me – give you my speech and tell me what I'm doing good and what I'm doing bad. And it's still, I was very, very nervous and very, very uncomfortable. And she videoed that that day. And I still have that today to watch that. Like I was not very good back then. Not that I'm better now, but I was not very good. No, this brings up a good point. You, you are doing very well. I don't, I don't think any of the the viewers out here out there have seen you on the podcast. (laughs) I think it's a good, um, I guess, question maybe to ask now with with Chief Freitag, obviously in the room. Why is that? Why have you not? Why am I the burden to to, to bear every time he uh, wants somebody else? I know there's one reason. I know you have a bachelor's degree. I only have an associate's. So you're at a higher level. See, and he's nodding his head. I seen him nod his head. So he's nodding his head. He knows. More of he rolled his eyes. Because you have the bachelor's degree, you're better at speaking than I am. So it's it's that's not true. Very very evident. You should be and not me. I think you're doing a fine job. I I I don't want to take this opportunity away from you to learn and grow and get better. Like you said, I'm getting out of the box. So you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) So part of this obviously is uh, you know some of the topic of that mindset is again not just what are you doing to self reflect. Um, but who do you surround yourself with? And the question comes up with, you know, that comes up with this, that she kind of brought up in that arena is, are you coachable? Because she works with athletes that are looking, you know, from when the boys went to that clinic, she's looking at athletes that are going from the college arena into professional sports. You can't go in there without constant improvement, constant coaching, but it's no different than what you mentioned as far as someone telling me, Hey, don't, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Exactly. You have yep. to process that in a certain way. You have to say, okay, you're telling this, here's what I'm going to do to process that. And so the other part of it is, are you coachable? You know, are you able to listen? Are you looking for constant growth and embracing some of that? And who is doing the coaching for you? Because like anything else, I, th- I think oftentimes we see a lot more people that want to be coaches 
and aren't coachable themselves. And I'm, I'm, I'm relating this back to my experience in the fire service more than anything yeah. is uh, we got a lot of coaches sometimes and less people willing to be coachable. Yeah. And I think we have to look at ourselves and say, am I coachable? And who am I surrounding myself to, to help coach me? Cause it's not, you're not going to take it from anybody, you know, take information. Well, you got to figure out, find the people that you really think are going to help coach you and mentor you. And then, process the other people that come in your lives and are coaching you process that information appropriately but i think we need to make sure that there are people in our lives that uh, are willing to you know kind of point out that hey here's here's what i'm seeing here's here's what i think you can help you with and uh it all depends on who they are though yeah. a lot of times on, on how we 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 take that in no and exactly when you go back to the shooting the free throws you got to get to a point where you're you can not listen to somebody, but you can listen to somebody else. Yes. Or you, they're saying that and you're listening to them, but it's not going anywhere yes. with that. So it's not affecting you. And, yep. and I related back to football, being a quarterback, there's people saying all kinds of things to you throughout the game. At some point you get to where that just is behind you and you black out and you don't hear any of that. You focus on what, what is, what's going on in the game? What are you doing in the game? Or what are we doing in the fire service? Or what are we doing on an, on an incident or whatever that is? You focus on that, but the outside world that's, that's giving you negative or positive feedback. You yes. have to, you have yeah, to understand when, when am I listening to that and when am I not listening to that? Yeah, but. for sure. And I think, uh, you know, they say iron sharpens iron and yeah. uh, it depends mm-hmm. on, you know, the iron that's being used because yeah. uh, one of the best examples that I saw this in practice was when I went to the Mighty Oaks and I, I had the opportunity to attend the second phase. Obviously, I attended and then I kind of went back at the second phase more as an observation. And part of the, the leadership team and what they did to strengthen themselves was each morning before they got up, they would sit in a circle and they would review the lessons that were given the day before. Each each one of them had given a lesson and the group would then provide feedback on that lesson. And uh, your responsibility as a, you know, that member that was being kind of reviewed was just sit there, listen, process it and take it from members who really you had a love and an affirmation for in that group. They had a strong bond and they were willing to speak, uh, not just, um, you know, correction or something like that they were speaking in love that i I loved i want you to get better i want you to improve i want you to be the best that you can be it wasn't just a critique it wasn't just a criticism it was a true like desire for them to get better and that's how they approached it and they went around the room and did that for each member and then after it was over they moved on they went about their day and it was a focus on constant improvement now i sat as an outside observer i wasn't part of that coaching I wasn't, I was basically told if you can't sit there and observe, we don't want you. It was one of a role where I'm just watching the process and, uh, but it was neat to see that. And if I would have been providing feedback, I guarantee that would not have been received well. And it all depended on who was doing the coaching and what was going on in that process to help each one of them constantly get better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, you, you, you have to always be willing and ready to be better and yep. be continue to be going a step up and a step up and a step up. I mean, we look at our level now. We're assistant chiefs. There's one more step, which is a fire chief. You obviously are going to yeah. be there someday when this guy <laughs> leaves, but yeah, I'm not, not planning on being there. But if I'm, am I at the top of my my career? No, I have a long yep. ways to go. I mean, yep. I plan on being here for another 12 to 15 years. So if I say, hey, I got an assistant chief and I'm done now, I don't have to do anything else. I'm not going to any classes. Yep. I'm being that what they call the ditto person. Yeah. Like I'm going to stay where I'm at, be successful with just what I am. I'll not be happy with that. But, but that goes back to another thing that I, I like to talk about is getting outside of the organization. Again, our yeah. comfort zone, our comfort zone is the organization. 
but get outside, go find some, go to conferences, go to other places, but find some of those people that have some strengths that are your weaknesses and, yes. and you can converse with those people and, and be in contact with those people and build on those weaknesses so that you can be more successful, but never stop. I've always said that the second you stop going to classes or stop making yourself better, yes. you probably should retire. You yeah, for better. sure. It's like you say, it's a level of productive discomfort where yeah. you're trying to learn. You're, you're finding the people that uh, have strengths that um, outweigh your weaknesses and, and learning from them and being yeah. willing to learn from them. Um, it, like you say, it's, it's that moment of continuing improvement, being better tomorrow than I am today and being better the, the following day. It's a, it's a growth mindset that uh, I'm coachable. Uh, you know, and I want to get better. I want to learn. They say a lot of times, you know, people stop improving after seven to 10 years in a position and it's status quo. And I think everybody needs to reflect back, like, where are you at in your career? And are you continuing to improve? Are you taking training? No matter if you're, uh, you know, in the drop as, as a BC or you're a longtime firefighter or a long-term engineer, what are you doing to get better? And constantly looking to improve. And there's somebody out there that needs you, whether you think there is or not, there's somebody out there that needs you, whether it's a brand new firefighter that needs that senior firefighter to mentor him or her, or it's a brand new battalion chief that needs that senior battalion chief to mentor him and her. But somebody needs your successes and your um, development that you've got relate to them at some point, but you got to be able to be coachable and be able to give that information and pass it on to those other people. Like you say, being coachable no matter what level. Even exactly. Chief Rytag, I mean, it's incredible the uh, the level of uh, restraint that he has, ex- you know, demonstrated yeah, in this moment. Yeah. I haven't heard a word from him today. They say there's uh, wisdom in silence, and he has certainly proven he is a pretty smart feller. that yeah. he is uh, wisest among us at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, just want to kind of close out. Obviously, uh, if you've already scrolled down to the bottom of the bar, um, this one is shorter than uh, Frytag's normal one. We've done a pretty good job, I think. I think so. uh, you yeah, know, longer use, than we Using expected. words, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think uh, we've used some words. Um, you guys can decide whether or not they're useful or not. Um, I, again, it's to, the last concept I kind of put in the review is understanding the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is a coachable mindset saying, I can continually improve. I've been asked before, will you ever tell somebody that they, they won't, they're not promotable? And the answer is no. I'll never tell anybody they're not promotable because at that point, I'm telling you that you can't change. Yeah. And we don't want that. We don't want, to, we don't want that concept in anybody's mind because we can all improve if we decide to make the deliberate effort to get better, to say, here's my weaknesses. I'm going to work and do something about them. I'm going to build skill because we all have talents. Um, obviously, my talent is silence. His is words. We are switching roles today, which is you know definitely a challenge for both of us. But uh, we're all built with, we're all born with talents. We can all develop the skills to be successful in our job. It's just being deliberate and doing the work. And so that growth mindset is that understanding that you're coachable. That fixed mindset basically is understanding that there's nothing I can do to change. I am who I am and everybody else has to react around me and respond around me. And that's not, uh, that's not the environment that we want. So exactly. I would just to add to that, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to get out of your box and sometimes it's not the funnest thing to do, but it, you'll benefit from it in the end, I promise. Exactly. And yeah. since this is winding down, this was fun. Yeah. This was good. Very beneficial. Very beneficial indeed. Thank you, sir. Oh, he's got something in his mouth. Okay. Oh, that was good. Yes. So obviously uh, we'll close out. Anything else? To, uh, obviously Chief, Chief Freitag has uh, certainly demonstrated his uh, wisdom in all of this uh, silence, providing some excellent coaching, mentoring uh, during this podcast. Anything before we close out? No, I think we did good. I'm impressed with both of us. 
Where I'm impressed with you. You yeah. should be back. You should definitely be back. Uh, probably not, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes when the real Chief Right Day comes. The real yes. <laughs> for those uh, that may not be viewing the YouTube. Um, the the real Chief Freitag will be back. We uh, have been with uh, merely the fake Chief Freitag, which certainly was enjoyable to be around. Yeah. Not nearly as fun as the real Chief Freitag. No ideas. He has no bright ideas to tell us that we need to work on it. Oh, I'm sure he's got them. He's just holding but them he's in not right telling now. Us today, that's yeah. the good no, part. He'll, be, about he'll it. be back. So yeah. join us next week to see if we still have jobs, which will be <laughs> uh, step one. Uh, the second part: go out, be coachable, be humble, walk with a purpose, and have a great week. You're in trouble.